Welcome, everyone. Thank you again for joining me tonight. I like my logic. I like my reason. And I like to win. I like my biblical worldview. It's the biblical worldview and, you know, trusting the Lord every day. It's like a bulletproof jacket <laughs> while the world is caving in to all these theories. I've got my bulletproof jacket. <laughs> And it offers clarity and empowerment. And if you study the word every day, boom, you're going to get it. And that is why we talk about that on this channel. And obviously, we have a lot of information for many years that allows us to move forward and see what is happening. All right, folks. With that said, I want to... You know, obviously, we're going to talk, we're going to see what's happening with the polls operation we talked about yesterday, and we hang tight. Maybe uh, we'll have another upload maybe tomorrow on the member side. If you're not a member, check out the links available in the description box. Go to truthandarttv.com, click on the members tab, or go straight to truthandart.tv. Become a member for a couple of bucks a month. You can be part of this family. We are elevating above everybody. We're on the plane. We're drinking champagne. We're looking down at everybody in these circles, right wing and left wing echo chambers competing with each other and a lot more. All right, folks? So with all that said, while you're coming on in and we're rolling here in these first five minutes, let us get rolling. We're going to talk about all these things. Let us uh, just begin out of respect. Every once in a while, we'll do this, folks. And, you know, let's see what you guys think. We'll start right here. Beloved new anchor. Emily Metzen dies at age 42. So I don't want to hear it. I mean, guys, we're in an era post-COVID, post-flat shot era where it is normal, quote-unquote, for people to die young and suddenly. And now it is Emily's turn. So condolences to her family. Popular Pennsylvania news anchor and reporter for almost two decades. Passed away at the age, young age, 42. And as usual, it's important for them to not tell you why the person died. And that's what's happening. And um, there is nobody, no one's elaborating on the what the sudden cause of death. Who knows? Mental record. Common sense. Don't forget the normal distribution curve. We're not going to get into it. Probability curves. Go out and if you don't know it, learn statistics. It's a good way to get going. Then I'm going to throw this another standalone story. Got three standalone stories. Sort of standalone. Yeah, none of these stories stand alone per se. <laughs> yeah, especially when it says that police arrest grandmother in Ohio for what? Shooting what six month old granddaughter in the face? Quote, on purpose. I mean, this is straight down the middle. Bible prophecies coming to pass. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, shocking stuff. Only, you know, some of these stories I will throw out every once in a while because they're, you know, if it's really super shocking, there it is. Grandmother in Ohio was charged with intentionally shooting her six month old granddaughter can you imagine and this 
Yeah, this grandmother of the age of 43, Mia Harris. And you can read the rest. Shocking stuff. Harris reportedly fled the scene, was apprehended shortly thereafter, after going after the whole family. And uh, you can see some of that. Harris accused of attacking other family members during the incident. And she looked at this innocent child, like they, they're saying, right? The authorities, it wasn't an accident. It was on purpose. This is one of those disgust, disgusting, vile criminal acts I've ever seen, etc. And it is right out of what truth and our TV has been saying. It's not even me. It's the Bible prophecy. I'm nobody about the end times. We've been harping on this lately because of lawlessness, the love of many will wax cold and grandmothers will shoot innocent children in the face on purpose, laughing it off. Think about it. Just want to also throw this out for your consideration. U.S. to require new vehicles to prevent what drunk driving really? And just be aware of this. You know, I don't throw too many of these freedom type stories out, but be aware. U.S. Auto safety regulators say they have taken the first step towards requiring devices and vehicles that prevent drunk or impaired driving. And they're making a big deal out of this. They want to add this to cars. And if you read this, they're talking about it's going to keep drunk drivers off the road and we're going to keep people from dying because somebody's drunk. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, shocking stuff. They're talking about this technology that would automatically test a driver's breath for alcohol and stop a vehicle from moving if the driver is impaired. <laughs> the driver wouldn't have to blow into a yeah, tube, etc. But, uh, yeah, again, uh, yeah, some people are going to say, hey, Bernie, yeah, it's better to have that than the drunk driver. You think they're going to stop there when the car is saying, yeah, I mean, guys, you think that thing is going to be solid? Of course, the other way to do it would actually be to restore the rule of law. Yeah, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, when we're talking about Matthew chapter 24 and lawlessness and biblical prophecies, yeah, because of lawlessness, that lawlessness will be a tool to implement tyranny and have electronic automated versions of tyranny because if you actually enforce the law you wouldn't even need this device comments watch out people don't let them try to sneak the fastball on you all right folks and moving on obviously the then there's the floyd 2.0 we're monitoring this carefully i'm just going to throw out some highlights this is in a jewish neighbor in neighborhood in queens new york where the pro-Hamas terrorists clashing with Jews and see what you think. Oh, Wait, gentlemen, look at this. Crazy. Right. 
Show your face. Right. Right there. You guys get it? A lot of screaming. Everybody's yelling and screaming, but there it is. The pro-Hamas terrorists in New York covering their faces. <laughs> that is a big part of all this. Evil needs to be hidden. You guys know it. All right. So, all right. And and moving on. Well, regarding that issue, and then uh, we have this. Is anyone surprised? United Nations holds panel accusing Israel and the United States of genocide for fighting Hamas. <laughs> Actually, Hamas is United Nations, like we've been saying since day one. There it is. This should not surprise anyone. This is straight down the middle. The Muslim Brotherhood owns the United Nations. Everybody knows it. Keep that in mind when it comes to end times and what we've been saying on this channel. Biblical times are here. And this, the ante is going up and up. We are going to prove. We're going to continue proving on the channel. You mess with God and you mess with the, the people that he originally promised this whole thing with Israel, this promise to Abraham. And you're gonna, we're in the end times. This is the final. It's like saying, you're either the real deal or you're not. Oh, I see that we're at the one yard line right at the end zone. Yeah, so we don't have to worry about, well, let's wait 50, 60, 100 million years. No, we're here. We're at the end zone. We're going to see whose God is who. So think about that. And while you're considering that, um, this is something else. For your consideration, Biden throws Israel under the bus in a big way. Just like the United Nations, same thing. And we've already talked about this a lot, but, you know, just confirmation of previous broadcasts that we have sent on this channel. And now the old man comes out and says, Israel has has to change its approach in government. (laughs) Get out of here with this idea of Israel defeating our Hamas. Help us out, United Nations. Come on, let's get this done. If you are a true Bible-believing Christian, and I get it, some Christians have different opinion on this, but uh, I'm going to stand with truth, and you know I don't want to hear that it's not. I mean, the the literal translation. I got to stick with the little tr- literal translation. Everyone is seeing. It's a great chance to see how this unfolds. All right, but um, there are unique situations that come about. That, I mean, this, I don't even know where this came from, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I think this speaks for itself. Some of you guys might have seen this. I posted some of this on uh, on yeah, True Social and Twitter and uh, Getter, but um, this is a big situation that is unfolding. This person, well, let's play it out. Look at his body language. This person is condemning Israel and calling on his God, Allah. Well, folks, uh, see w- what you think for yourself. Tarih sussa, hakikat susmayacak. 
Onlar sanıyorlar ki bizden kurtulsalar mesele kalmayacak. Halbuki bizden kurtulsanız vicdan azabından kurtulamayacaksınız. Vicdan azabından kurtulsanız tarihin azabından kurtulamayacaksınız. Tarihin azabından kurtulsanız Allah'ın azabından kurtulamayacaksınız. Hepinizi saygıyla selamlıyorum. Right. There, ladies and gentlemen, shocking situation. You cannot make this up, folks. You decide. Shocking situation. Anti-Semitic Turkish lawmakers suddenly collapse while getting a disgusting speech trashing Israel. And ladies and gentlemen, right there, I mean, this is, he comes out and makes his big statement calling for Allah. We can perhaps hide from our conscience, but not from history. And that Israel will suffer the wrath of Allah. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, check out another take on this. Turkish MP suffers heart attack during tirade against Israel. And there it is, folks. This is shocking stuff. He's talking about crimes against humanity and ethnic cleansing, falsely accusing Israel. And you read it right there. And like it says right there, Bismet's, I guess this guy's name is, you know, Hassan Bismet, Bitmez. And his, right there, his what? His last words before collapsing were reportedly, quote, Israel, what? Will not escape the wrath of Allah. And right as he says that, right there. Can you see? (laughs) Again, folks, obviously we don't wish this on anybody, but, you know, I got to throw it out. Come on, guys. (laughs) You're talking about your God of Allah is the big, you're the big one and that's it. Allah, Allah, this, <laughs> and look at the time, guys. You decide, is this the beginning? And we don't know, as far as I know, this guy hasn't died yet. We don't know. We're not wishing this on him. Don't forget. Don't forget. I'm, thank you, Dark Brain. Yeah. Don't forget the lightning bolt that struck that George Floyd mural a couple of years ago. And now this guy is talking Allah, our Philistine Allah is going to defeat the, peop- the, the God of Israel. Really? Open your eyes, folks. This ain't a game. Moving on. I have, to, I have to at least throw that out. And moving on. Uh, other things are happening. What is this? Last thing, Mr. President. There are critics who say that you've tried to consolidate power. 
uh, headlines that the Orthodox leader in Kyiv under house arrest, that you consolidated Ukraine's TV outlets, that you ruled out holding elections next spring, um, calling for unity. But then the mayor of Kyiv says that you're turning it into a U- authoritarian state. How do you deal with that criticism? What do you say to critics who are saying that? I say such person from government or mayors think about the war, think about how to defend our people. Don't travel through the world each day. Travel to the front line. Ask people, ask soldiers what they need. Do this. Not build roads for today. Don't do it. Spend all your money to the weapon, to the drones, to the society, to the pensions, and etc. And don't cry because you are leaders and that's it. That's why, that's why we are and that's why we stay because mostly people, people are not crying. People stay and fight against Putin and we don't have any enemies in our country. We can't have and can't have time for this and we don't have it. We have only one enemy. This is Putin and that's it. We have a put what enemy and we, we I do not know how to answer question and we 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 have people that do not understand. Does anybody understand anything that this guy just said? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he literally said nothing. But moving on, why don't we, <laughs> I mean without dwelling too much on that one? There it is, folks. This kind of jokey interview. Get out of my face. Go away, bro. And anyway, folks, you decide on that. <laughs> Zelensky leaves empty-handed. McConnell admits Ukraine aid talks going nowhere. Punts to January. <laughs> right there. That's the bottom line. And he can say all he wants you about. But it's Putin. We admit only one enemy. Yo, dude, you got to speak clear, logical constructs based on logical, clear thinking. And stop thinking that we are all watching CNN and MSNBC, dude. Wake up. But anybody, you guys get it. There it is. Ukraine President Volodymyr Zelensky will come up empty in his latest swing through the U.S. Capitol. You know, you guys know what is happening. And, you know, for whatever to his credit, Mike Johnson comes out, says, yeah, yeah, he meets face-to-face with him. And basically comes out saying, we need a clear articulation of the strategy. I'm going to have to pass on whatever it is that you are selling us. But for whatever it's worth, just be aware of this. Even though Zelensky got no money, but what is this all about? Um, then you have this. According to the post-millennial, they're at least, you know, it's coming out saying, apparently Biden did some sneaky deal outside of Congress, right? Zelensky visits Biden secures 200 million more for Ukraine. What? And there it is. He's taken it from the Department of Defense right there. If you could believe that. This is how the enemy, this is how the deep state works. Biden went on to announce that he had signed a 200 million drawdown, $200 million drawdown from the Department of Defense that would be coming shortly. So moves and counter moves it's incredible how these demons work. So I don't know how it gets away with that. But, uh, you know, it is, I think, I mean, 
Well, uh, before I go too forward with it, I mean, what do you think about Speaker Johnson, good or bad? I mean, you have multiple angles depending on how, you know, who you believe and how you see it. Speaking of how the Speaker Johnson, you know, House Republicans reject Speaker Johnson's Queen of the Hill plan for surveillance reforms. And, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, it all depends on who you're listening to. But the bottom line is, is that these two bills that were supposed to be one or the other, none of them are going to go through. And, like I said there, House Republicans aren't too happy with Speaker Johnson's plan for addressing the contentious issues of government surveillance. If you ask me, I like what's happening. He's holding back. The bottom line is, he, he, the, the, it's what I, this is what, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let me, this is exactly what I had been saying a month or two ago that no matter what anyone does, all joking aside, you know, removal of McCarthy, that we were in a lame duck Congress. That's what this is all about. The only difference is that Mike Johnson, he's dancing in, he's doing everything exactly like McCarthy, but he's just dancing in a different way. It's the same thing. <laughs> you could either play the role of, you know, it's like when some on the right say, McCarthy, he didn't pass any real conservative bills. Yeah, conservative bills, dot, 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 that would have gone nowhere. Get it? So, I mean, it, but yeah, I mean, right now, somebody on the hard right could come out and say, Mike, they could do, they could do another, uh, Matt Gates, and then they could write their book or maybe put out their documentary like in February. Get it? <laughs> Laugh out loud. And then Matt Gates could fight with the other person. How did you remove Mike Johnson? Don't you know? He's not passing any conservative bills. The single subject. I mean, they could do the same thing. We could do the same stupid circus and we could have double popcorn and double clowns. But that is the reality, and I think Johnson is doing a decent job. So we have that one perspective, and then we have another perspective, same thing. Speaker Johnson pulls competing FISA bills in another. They, you know, some people are saying it's a blunder, you know, because they're not moving forward. I think it's a, a success. And Speaker Johnson, what decided late Monday night to withdraw two FISA bills from consideration? as House Republicans try to reauthorize and potentially reform a controversial deep state surveillance law. And you can see what different people are saying. And, you know, a lot of back and forth fighting. You know, Johnson flip-flopped for three weeks when it came to extending fines, especially controversial Section 702 provision. And then Johnson first said he would extend FISA authority as part of NDA, NDA, right? But only until February. Then Johnson said he wouldn't. And finally, the Speaker agreed to include FISA extension in an NDAA package that will run until April. And as you can see, there's a lot of criticism going back and forth. And it doesn't end there. Then you have this, another take. <laughs> GOP Representative Andy Biggs, utter capitulation on his part. <laughs> but it goes on, and you decide this is what a lame duck Congress, I mean, this is what's happening. And, you, you know, all, Andy Biggs is getting all worked up. And uh, we are not going to run the... Let's hold back, right, on the crickets. Let's take it easy on Matt Gates. I don't want to disturb his 
you know, he's working on his documentary. He, don't disturb the guy. Just kidding. But, folks, uh, it ain't before anybody thinks. Uh, I like what Mike, uh, Mike Johnson is doing. Speaker Johnson, what? Six points of evidence support Joe Biden impeachment inquiry vote. Boom. And if you, folks, if you look at this, Johnson is doing exactly like McCarthy. House will vote on formally opening an impeachment inquiry that is coming up tomorrow, Wednesday, right? On this impeachment inquiry on President Joe Biden, right? And it's to enable what? Enforcement of subpoenas and empower the gathering of evidence. The sort of evidence that we're going to need. This evidence, this tool that Johnson, who's been meeting with Trump, they need this tool to start the year. A uh, a Jack Smith, we see that you're panicking. We've got, we are the the White House. We have our polls operation that is to the point of a circus beyond laugh out loud. Which, by the way, it's good to see that smart people on the right are getting it, not not believing the polls up, by the way. Charlie Kirk, among others, and certain people, now that I'm on Twitter, I'm watching smart people like, wait a minute, this can't be... <laughs> but nevertheless, this polls operation is powerful, it's convincing, everybody, CNN, everybody's... The deep state doesn't know. You, they're not going to be able to stop Trump, period. But now they're making these big, big moves. And Mike Johnson's in the middle of all. I'm everybody on the GOP is getting upset at me. Even Andy Biggs is questioning whether whether I'm compromised and others. But while I'm in this weak state, even though Bernie's going to ruin it, uh, let me move forward with the impeachment inquiry. <laughs> That's what Johnson is doing, people. <laughs> right. There and this is going to be more effective if he would make like you know a uh, why don't you meet with McConnell and with Schumer like one more time you know and then maybe you know maybe like an Andy Biggs he'll come out and he could play the role of Matt Gates. This Mike Johnson is compromised. This is unacceptable. All right, folks, you guys get it. I don't fall. For the echo chamber. Let me know what you guys think. God bless you all. And by the way, we had somebody. Maybe Donna, you can help me out with it. You know, we had uh, somebody donating on Rumble. And, you know, you've got a lot of you patriots helping on these different channels. And I didn't get a chance to acknowledge that person last night. I do try to scan through the comments to see. But, folks, uh, thank you, everybody. For uh, those of you donating, uh, you can donate on uh, Rumble as well as D Live and the Fox Hole. Uh, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, before we go any further, let us take a quick break before we go crazy and get to the finish line. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is holiday season. Check out the link in the description box and the promo code TAATV on mypillow.com is going to get you up to 80 percent off and you will be able to save a lot of money you will feel financially empowered you will help this channel keep going 
and you will be helping patriots like Mike Lindell and the person that you buy that gift for, they're going to be happy and empowered. Everybody wins. So don't forget to use that promo code TATV as a truth on our TV. And uh, folks, uh, maybe we'll leave it at that there. Let us keep rolling tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, big things are happening. And why don't we begin? Yeah, about we go right here, folks. <laughs> are you ready? Put on your military intelligence thinking cap. It is, you know, everybody should get a cap of thinking military intelligence thinking cap. Maybe I got to get my little black hat from last week. Where's my hat? You know, I'm going to get, maybe I'll get, yeah, I got my Marine Corps hat somewhere around here. But folks, a Supreme Court to what? Quickly decide whether or not to hear Trump immunity defense in special counsel prosecution. Really? So, thinkers, everyone should be thinking what is happening yeah, I see that the U.S. Supreme Court will decide in coming weeks whether or not to expedite deciding if President Trump is immune. This is, you know, we talked about this yesterday from, prosecu- from prosecution on charges of attempting to overthrow the results of the 2020 election. The reason I'm asking people to think, this ain't the Mar-a-Lago documents case. This is serious stuff. This is the, the, the mothership. Don't forget that, all right, folks, uh, this is a big, big deal. Let me uh, put it this way, folks. Don't forget, I don't know about you guys. I'm waking up in the morning. I want Trump to be in a situation where he has no choice but to release the evidence of the election steal. That's what I want. Now, I know everybody, well, Bernie, you're not in charge of these operations. Yeah, okay, whatever. But, yo, Mr. Trump, I I know you ain't thinking about walking away never having produced that evidence. So, we need that evidence out. After three plus years, of the Kraken, and we've got them, we caught them, you know, stolen with two L's, and all the, you know, we had Representative Louis Gohmert in, back in November, December 2020, all the Mike Lindell's, and True the Vote, and all this stuff, and the, what, right, the 2,000 mules, get out of here. You know what? No, 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 no. I mean, you know what I mean? So think about it. Do you want the Supreme Court to dismiss everything so that Trump can go back to his party and, oh, well, you know, and I mean, maybe that's what they're going to do. I mean, either way, he's going to get through this. All right, folks, forget all that. Let us keep your military. I hope it's still, I hope you're still wearing the military intelligence thinking cap. Paula said that she doesn't think that a ruling on this case would necessarily impact any of the other criminal cases Trump is facing. Uh, do you agree? 
So I agree with Paula 99% of the time. I slightly disagree on this one. If Donald Trump is to win here, obviously Jack Smith's federal election interference case is out the window. I also think Fonnie Willis's case is doomed. Yes, that is a state-level case, but the principles of immunity would apply whether it's a federal or state-level prosecution. Again, that's if Trump wins. I do agree with Paula. This will have no impact on the hush money case because that conduct almost entirely happened before Trump was president, and it definitely will not impact the federal Mar-a-Lago classified documents case because that conduct was entirely after Donald Trump was president. But if he wins here, I think two of the four cases are going to be out the window. Alyssa, uh, Mr. Right there. See what you guys think. We always need to know what Elihane got to say, right? Whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean... If those cases go out the way, I mean, so yeah, I mean, we, generally speaking, I mean, yeah, okay, I'm happy about that. I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm just throwing, that's why I told everybody, put on your military intelligence thinking cap. Yeah, emotionally speaking, it's like, yay, hope that maybe he is right. So this decision, this whole thing with the Supreme Court, as you're looking at that headline, um, this one thing that could doom everything and everything he just said that could everything could fall apart this is this moment right here this situation with the Supreme Court is potentially like the pivotal moment this is a real complex counter strategy and a big big pivotal moment and we had been saying this back in 2021 after J6 and all that. You know, we've been talking about it here on the live stream and on the member channel that the solution goes through initially everyone thought overt military, but military's involved no matter what. No matter what anybody's trying to gaslight you, you can't have a successful influence operation without military intelligence. No matter what anybody says. Think on your own. Come on, guys. Join me, Ascension. Or we thought, okay, or is Congress going to be involved? Or we said, is it all going to come down to the Supreme Court? So let's see what happens as these strategies are unfolding. Big, big situation. All right? So we're going to keep an eye on that. What is going to happen? And folks, to kind of wrap this issue with Jack Smith. Ah, look at this. New Jack Smith filing reveals Department of Justice may be part of scandal of the missing Secret Service tags. Really? And you should be thinking about this. What could this be about? And, you know, just drawing it out because, you know, I'm just going to, you know, the Julie Kelly is coming out making a bit, a lot of big statements. This is all... Uh, having to do with J6 and, you know, all the, what happened behind the scenes. And as you guys recall, the Secret Service told Jack Smith a long time ago, right, that they, they uh, these Secret Service text messages were d- deleted. You know, right? Wink, wink. And they just don't have them. So now, you know, Julie Kelly is saying, what is the Secret Service hiding? But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, now this big situation is unfolding 
According to CNBC, the Secret Service was notified of the investigation on Wednesday and ordered to stop its internal forensic probe into the erased text messages. And like I said, previously reported, the Secret Service was accused of deleting text messages from January 5th and January 6th by the agency's watchdog. And now Julie Kelly is saying that something is going on, that they're admitting that Right, she's saying right there, last night Jack Smith filed a motion objecting to Trump's demand for vast amounts of evidence from various agencies, including DHS and J6 Committee. I will post some highlight. It appears DOJ is part of the scandal of the missing service, Secret Service text. She is saying, yeah, really? Mr. Bill Barr, uh, we have situation the movie they're trying to ruin the movie but don't worry bernie is doing his best to protect the operation click (laughs) somebody yeah some people did something right to sound like ilhan omar january 6th some people did something with the secret service text messages i mean You guys decide. So that is a loaded situation. To wrap up tonight, I just want to throw out a few things. We've been making fun of the polls operation. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, there's a reason to laugh. National poll, Trump leads GOP. Yeah, okay, that's part of it. But then what? Nikki Haley, what? Overtakes DeSantis for second. (laughs) Yeah, right after her complete collapse... Although, logically, you could say, yeah, Bernie, that's because whoever would vote for DeSantis is voting for Trump. That makes some sense. Whereas Nikki Haley, all I'm saying is Nikki Haley is, let me put it this way, people. I would vote for Chris Christie before I vote for Nikki Haley. And she, out of the, if you, you know, for whatever this this, uh, debate the other night, Haley got dismantled. Haley's done. And for anybody to tell me, everybody knows Haley's done. This is fake, people. This is another reminder. I I don't care. Folks, if anything, if this would have said Chris Christie, I would have said, all right, that's believable. But Nikki, obviously, somebody's going to say, well, Bernie, she's getting deep state money. All right, whatever. But see what you think. And if that's true, then why is it? What's happening? Future of CNN, Iowa GOP debate in question. Why? As Nikki Haley refuses to commit, DeSantis is only confirmed participant. <laughs> Laugh out loud. Yo, Nikki, what are you doing? Aren't you leading in the polls? You are right next. You are in second place behind Trump. What is happening? <laughs> Laugh out loud. Nikki knows she's done. These polls are okay. It's Laugh out loud. And and the bottom line, and it wasn't even DeSantis that ended it. It was Vivek Ramaswamy that ended her. Ramaswamy ended the whole Nikki Haley thing last Wednesday. It's over. It's official. To the point where all of a sudden people are trying to kill Ramaswamy. Come on. Come on, folks. So, and rounding out tonight, um, you know, just more. The what the polls operation is doing so good that what? Breitbart Business Digest. Trump poll numbers are making spirits bright for American consumers. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, if you read this, uh, they're basically saying 
The poll's operation is doing so good. It's helping the economy. We don't know how it's happening. Guys, let me just say there is a fictional component to the whole thing. So fictional that the truth is in front of you. (laughs) Trump leans into mugshot indictments with what? New trading cards. (laughs) Ladies ladies and gentlemen, this this is Trump, the wrestling guy, literally laughing at his enemies with his trading cards and to wrap up tonight there it is folks (laughs) right there he has the trading cards commercial literally laughing at the new world order one two three and right there the polls 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 operation 100 polls the truth is in front of you trump is laughing at his enemies and he needs you to see the movie for what it is it's almost a comedy film. Don't take the movie so serious. That's what I've been trying to share with everybody. That wraps it up for me, folks. Join me on Twitter, where I'm at now. Join me, ladies and gentlemen. Check out the link available in the description box. Come to the members' channel. Check out the latest in the members' channel. Check out all the ways you can support the channel. And I guarantee you, folks, that I will be back tomorrow, Lord willing, right? <laughs> And I will be back at 8 p.m. Eastern. All right, folks. God bless. I love you guys all. God bless.